this episode is going to have a trigger warning for sexual assault and modern times. Um, yeah, I, I almost feel like we're a little bit like CNN at this point, which is like all COVID all the time. This is why we didn't do a show in 2016, <laughs> but we're powering through this year and talking about the horrible stuff. And boy, howdy. <laughs> is there ever a lot of it on, on multiple fronts because of course it's also an election year god help us all this is a very good time for all this to happen at once it's super not though but um so adorably yeah <laughs> <laughs> in uh in indonesia is it yeah i read this like five minutes ago and i've i've already forgotten important details like which southeast asian anyway in indonesia um some people are dressing up as a specific kind of ghost that they have there, which is like a shroud ghost, they call it, um, which I guess so it, it references the shroud that that I guess Muslim people are buried in Correct. Um, to uh, remind <laughs> the villagers that actually they need to stay the hell inside because otherwise you will die. Yeah. Um, which is a little less exciting than the uh, Scooby-Doo villain angle mm. on it in which they are actually trying to scare people inside for whatever their motive is. And in this case, it's probably not real estate related, but, you know, just <laughs> it's the same keeping people alive. But, you know, speaking of real estate, I kind of wonder, like, how that's going, because it seems like so people are dying but at least in my area, real estate prices seem about the same because I'm ghoulish. <laughs> so I look constantly. Also, I really like to look at like the giant McMansions, <laughs> um, which are replacing the already large homes that were built here originally. If there is one thing 2008 taught me, it's that the real estate market will happily sit in denial on unsold <laughs> homes. So that's just going to continue. Yeah, seemingly. Um, but it's really, it would be, I wish we were doing something like that uh, instead of like the, uh, so it, we've got kind of the opposite of that happening, which is uh, an astroturfing campaign <laughs> to get states to end. And I, I really do wonder what the fuck the point of that is. Like, what 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 is the motivation? So there are a bunch of um, sites out there that are like, reopen maryland reopen virginia reopen new york whatever uh and there's there's like one for each state and it turns out they were all registered by one dude in florida yeah <laughs> and like what why is it just for the lulls like people are dying yeah and it's so frustrating that america is so good <laughs> at falling for astroturfing because like it obviously, like the the first example was that uh, the the Tea Party was a product of the Koch brothers, and uh, Occupy Wall Street was um, a real thing that was uh, ignored and derided by both sides. As uh, get back to work, you stupid millennials, you know the ones without jobs, and also right. that was people <laughs> older than millennials who had lost their jobs and their pensions. Yeah, nowadays, uh, people when people say stupid millennials, they're referring to people in their 20s who are not actually millennials, um, which is fun. It's a fun, it's a fun time. Um, yeah, we are super uh, susceptible to astroturfing campaigns uh, of that 
and another one that um unfortunately like this is the one that like showed itself from the few facebook people i have neglected to block because they've never done <laughs> anything uh uh racist right um <laughs> uh is like the whole 5g thing and without oh going God. into what that's even about because i have not given it the time of day uh what has turned up in research is that um it matches the pattern of a nation state level campaign which is and now a nation state has not been named yet but isn't it like amazing that you don't have to bomb american infrastructure you don't need to have uh spies or double agents or sneak people over on boats yeah you just need to convince them to burn their own towers down now so far that's only happened in merry old england but i mean they're uh proving themselves just as stupid as us lately so what and again i really do wonder why like to gain a competitive edge in the 5G space? Like, aren't you worried that you're, like, poisoning the well? for? Like, are you salting the earth for 5G, if that's your motivation? Or is it just general disruption? Or, I mean... Well, if it is China, there is that whole thing that we blacklisted a bunch of their manufacturers for oh, um, well. using any of their parts in 5G's towers. So we're kind of, like, scrambling to source them from ourselves. I mean... Um, but the other angle is that if it's a legitimate rival, uh, like our friends who live north of them, um, the purpose of any of this is just to sow discontent because yeah. the divided America is, you know, weak and stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're pretty weak and stupid pretty much all the time. I mean genuinely the current president was elected by people i mean granted a lot of that had to do with our ridiculous electoral college system and disenfranchisement um and uh what have you but a lot of folks genuinely voted for that asshole like this is a real thing this is like <laughs> this is there's a there's a lot of that that's genuine america people who genuinely yep. voted for that motherfucker mm -hmm. we let cable news happen which let the uh other powers, shall we say, know that turns out it's real easy to brainwash Americans. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if we're like uniquely, it must be. We are. We, de we definitely are. Um, because it's. I wonder why. Like, is it our rugged individualism where we, we know what's true and it's the last thing that we heard <laughs> mm -hmm. and we're, and we're not listening to anybody else with their, with their fake news and their alleged facts in their ivory tower etc no i don't think it's that i think it's um i think it started with watergate oh <laughs> i mean it, it might have started with roswell but it, it really started mm. with watergate um because this is the ghost episode we'll mention aliens just for fun mm. um mm -hmm. but there's this graph of like trust in the government and it's like 80 percent uh you know trust in the government from u.s citizens for like all of time and hmm. then from between watergate and um the clinton impeachment it is just down 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 to 30 uh, a little bump for post 9 11 uh flag waving morons <laughs> um and then it like went right back down and you know so it's just 
uh, permanently in the toilet. Um, because the other thing I wanted to say, and this is where our uh, warning comes in, is that this also works against the people who don't believe lies because there are enough horrible truths out there that can also be used to sow dissent uh, and just have people just too apathetic to vote or whatever. Famously, the last election, it was frustratingly easily stolen DNC emails, <laughs> which were like, not a hack. They were the laziest phishing attempt ever. But they were also really boring. Like, they made so much hay out of that, and it was so boring. It's like, oh, oh, gee, certain people who work for the DNC have an opinion about who the nominee should be. Big fucking deal. Yeah, but this cycle, it's something that um, we tried to hope wouldn't happen back when the primaries were starting and we said we weren't going mm -hmm. to talk about them, which is that um, we have two alleged sex offenders running. And as a victim, I'm kind of in this position right now where I'm not allowed to have a problem with that or I have to gaslight myself into, I don't know, it was my fault. It didn't happen that way. All of that crap. And there are the receipts of people who were on the right side of history for opposing Rick Kavanaugh's nomination mm -hmm. and like literally have scrubbed the evidence of their opinion on that from the internet. Like, interesting. That was the right side of history that you are on there. But because you accidentally said, like, by default, believe victims or by default, believe women. That's such a stupid gesture. The internet is forever. It's at once the most transient and the most permanent of all uh, of all things. I mean, there are screenshots already. You can't yeah. you can't delete your old tweets like and have that matter. I mean, I probably could because nobody fucking follows me. But <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> no one bothered to archive you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and it's so the fucking Biden campaign. Jesus Christ! First of all, I don't think a single person on earth up to and including joe biden himself is actually excited about the prospect <laughs> of a biden candidacy i mean at best it's all like yeah not that other guy um that's worked and, out and so well even, in 2004 yeah i know and even the fucking um the, the i went to joebiden.com because i wanted to write an angry email about um how his latest campaign ad in which he basically... Oh, the uh, racist one. Yeah, the racist one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's instead of... Jesus fucking Christ, the Democrats know nothing as well as they know how to lose a fucking election. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the giant... So in marketing speak, it's called a call to action. You have an enormous thing where you ask for money or join my newsletter or whatever. In this case, it's money because it's a political campaign. And the, the headline for it in huge text when you first go to the site is Joe Biden is the presumptive nominee. I'm like, oh, is that your pitch? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's not a very good one. I got to say, it's not very compelling. Now, if it were Joe Biden, free 
enamel pin. Like, I don't know. I might think about it. Although I did uh, donate some money to the Warren campaign, and I was supposed to get an enamel pin, and I was sent a padded envelope, and all it had in it was a little thank you card because somebody forgot to put the pin in. (laughs) And I was sad. Um, (laughs) So I did write a message uh, to the Warren campaign. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt anything will come of it, but I, damn it, I want the pin. So... I mean, it's almost like the Biden campaign has given up, which as reluctant as I am to want that particular human being to be the next president, I really want the other guy even less. Like, I mean, it would be very difficult to come up with another human being to run against the current president that I would not vote for. You can tell because this one's awful. Yeah. And depending on how this election does or doesn't take place. Um, I really wish that the rape allegation had come a lot earlier. I don't know. The sad thing is, I don't know if it would have affected the results, but it would have been really good information to have. Now, I didn't vote for the guy, so it would not have affected my behavior. I know. It's just really unfortunate um, all around. I mean, the whole fucking thing, (laughs) the whole fucking thing is unfortunate. Um... The whole world is unfortunate at the moment, except for a few people who are doing just fine. Yeah, um, and I am definitely not one of them. Um, I I mean, first of all, you're not rich. That's mostly. Yeah, but I mean, I work in healthcare and, you know, computers. So I am working extra from home instead of less because uh, things need to be less on fire than they currently are and it's obviously something that is talked about a lot at work because like anyone who has to be there has to be hyper aware of it because you know we're dealing with immunocompromised individuals um it it really is too much like even if the election were tomorrow um i would i don't I don't know that I could. I definitely wouldn't be able to do it in person, like pandemic aside. And it's not something I would risk my life for. It's just it, like it, it really is so much emotionally. That's just so hard to convey. And the only response that is, hmm. well, what do you want? Four more years of Trump? It's like, yeah, it, it's me. That That's why. I will probably vote for the lesser rapist in November um, because they're both, I mean, the current president is the worst human being, but gosh, wouldn't it be nice if we had a decent human being? Everything sucks. Yeah, this was going to be, we didn't even talk that much about the cute ghosts. Well, but I mean, that's the whole article is just that there are ghosts. Yeah. Instead, we've got yahoos with automatic weapons. Okay, semi-automatic weapons standing in front of our nations. That are based on a real automatic weapon. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, well, I did see the uh, uh, the preppers uh, get their dream scenario and are breaking that week three of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> also, you can't shoot your way out of... Uh, COVID-19, as it turns out. Yeah. Amazing how many problems you can't solve with a gun. Weird, right? Yeah. 
And the, the other frustrating thing, of course, is that there is the pictures of like the literal healthcare workers, like being physically in the way of these assholes right. so that ambulances can make their way through. Yeah, those motherfuckers deliberately blocked the um, driveway of a hospital in, I think, Michigan, maybe? Somewhere. Doesn't matter where. It blocking. What the fuck? <laughs> People are dying, even if you don't believe it. Like, ambulances genuinely need to transport some people to the hospital. Some of those people might just have broken legs and shit. You don't know. It's just it's just heinous. Yeah, it is not a good time to have a broken leg. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, we all have to be real careful with our knives and stuff, like and and like you don't you don't want to like burn yourself or anything. You gotta you gotta you gotta stay fucking healthy. And it remains frustrating. Um Seeing the other sides of this and universal healthcare is off the table. No one's interested in it. That's kind of bananas. I mean, you'd think people should be extra interested in it. Well, the people are. Oh, well, that's true. And similarly, the stimulus package was not like, and the, this is the other thing where it, it's like, are the, you know, like, who, who are the Democrats like really there for? Because if you've ever bought a car <laughs> you say you want it for fifteen thousand dollars the dealer says twenty five thousand dollars and you walk out paying somewhere between like uh 19 and 21 yeah it's been a long time since the democrats have actually done anything like that it, it seems like the competent starting point for a negotiation would have been like uh two grand a month plus 500 per dependent um you know per month plus rent is uh canceled plus mortgages are canceled not accumulated like just canceled for the time being um and then you know you could argue uh that down to well that accumulates but with uh zero interest for that portion uh and i don't know maybe 1200 a month um but no they just went straight for the uh the 1200 once and also um a shitload of paperwork so it'll never get yeah. to you it's pretty it's the most worthless gesture I can think of other than slightly less money. Uh, like a one-time piddly $1,200. I Obviously, I'm getting nothing because I make too much money. But even if I were, like, I would be mildly offended. Yeah, like... Uh, if I were desperate, I would be desperately offended. It's the kind of thing where as someone who knows how negotiation works that, like... <laughs> I kind of don't want to do my taxes and, like, sign anything that says that's coming to you or and then, like, even endorse it because it's like, uh, I deserve more. I already did my taxes, <laughs> so I do them pretty much right away. Like, it just, it just feels like not the thing to do because it's, you know, like, I'm at the edge of where it starts disappearing. So it's not an amount that's either a lot for me nor... A little it's just sort of like i guess i could find something to piss it away on because i'm still employed and like maybe that's the kind of thing that should be the limiting factor on this not like what you made last year yeah if i made the amount of money that i make now last year and i were now unemployed uh it, it would not be helpful to me to get nothing yeah. <laughs> because of what i made last year and not not that 1200 big ones would be useful well, entirely right. either but it would it would you know <laughs> it would kick the can a little down the road and it's 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 amazing to me that that all of the democrats in congress weren't 
uh, willing to push for something better, if only like knowing that they couldn't actually have it or anything close to it, if only so that they could say, you know, come election time, I wanted you to have this, but those assholes took it away, you know, said that you couldn't, that you didn't deserve it or something like, doesn't that seem, doesn't that seem like a strong (laughs) campaign position? They refuse to fight with receipts. It's what I've been saying this whole time. Like, it doesn't matter how quote unquote impossible universal healthcare is. You put the damn bill forward because it turns out you can rile people up to flood Congress. And a lot of people are home right now kind of bored. (laughs) Yeah, they really are. And the, the last way that, uh, Biden is going to lose this election is that uh, we will have there's a good chance of uh, fascist style single payer health care because eventually he'll pick Mein Kampf back up and uh, get that idea. And at that point, it's like classic Democrats letting themselves have a hole open on the left because they didn't do it the right way or even like pretend to do it the right way so in the rare event we get a in-person debate you are going to have trump wanting to give every white male american the health care that they deserve for no Mm. cost they all deserve it and then that's going like the counter to that is going to be um assuming he's lucid because um he definitely has something that does progress nonlinearly. Like that's the other frustrating thing as a healthcare worker is like, I've seen this a couple times. Uh Americans love their health insurance companies. Americans love their health insurance. Christ. They fucking don't though. That was the biggest lie that for some reason everybody was telling themselves and everyone else for the past eight years or whatever. Well, since 1992. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Nobody loves their health insurance company. Nobody. All they ever do is deny things. They're in the fucking you business and everybody knows it. Also, it's tied to your employment, which is ridiculous. So you lose your job, you fucking die. Yeah, like 20% (laughs) of people, if you want to talk about like the actual number of people that are not employed who wish they were like by the time like this goes out, you know, eight hours later. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, there's the, the, it's another hockey stick graph of unemployment numbers, like for the history of when we kept unemployment numbers. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like uh, going through Al Gore's CO2 graph and temperature graph where um, he's going through all of uh, Earth history. Uh, a lot of people talk about this, uh, you know, well, there was a medieval warming period after all. Um, there it is. And it's, you know, an actual hump on the graph. And that's what the, the 2008 recession looks like now in terms of the unemployment. And then it gets to the, you know, the modern thing. And it's just like, <laughs> let's do industrialization now. It, it's just we need another graph because like this, it's not it doesn't fit on this paper. Yeah. Like the XKCD comic that's like logarithmic scales are only for people who don't have <laughs> enough paper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you you can uh, toggle the log linear on like uh, case and death graphs. And like the U.S. needs the log on right now because we're not doing enough as a nation uh my state is because we got lucky but even then like there's enough competence in our healthcare system but that's not what michigan looks like michigan florida louisiana are going to keep us not flattening for a while there's not going to be a summer not that there could be one much of one anyway without 
you know, a vaccine, which just the timeline for that is impossible. Yeah. Uh, and like, this is a good time for both candidates to be attacking China when like they're figuring out how to space people out in the factories so that like they can still factory some stuff. And so it'll be slower, but we could still have stuff like masks. Yeah, masks would be super nice to have, especially if you are Massachusetts and you have bought them. And then you're trying to actually convey them to yourself because, of course, the president continues to steal from the states. Yep. For the federal hoard. To send to the states that haven't even issued sufficient stay at home. Like, hey, Democratic campaign, why don't you talk about how the president is literally stealing and how he's kind of starting to make noises like maybe he's just not going to stop being president no matter what we do. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, these are there's like genuinely alarming shit going on every fucking day that the campaign should be <laughs> like we already have three confederacies that have formed the Rust Belt one, the one you're in and the one I'm in, uh, you know, like the states that said, like, um, we're going to, you know, follow each other's rules. And like, you can make a, a map of this and color in adjacent states in the same color. And it's like, hmm, when was the last time this happened? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't quite like that one because my state was on the wrong side of history. Maybe although I'm closer to the to the capital of the Union than to the capital of the Confederacy, <laughs> which are about 100 miles away. I mean, they were not far apart. Yeah, which is why both of them were on fire most of the time. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, um, I'm sure we totally won't have a civil war fought entirely with germs. This is this is fine. 